Okay, keep going. Now I'm on the podcast. So what's a podcast? Hello and welcome to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. Today, we're going to talk about Handyman. Joining me today is my wife, Ruby. Hi! And our special guest again is Lizette. Hello! How are you, Lizette? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. We're snowed in today. As in Toronto. In <laughs> Toronto. And I heard that you're snowed in Calgary, too, huh? I, we indeed are. <laughs> So this is like a really fun episode. I mean, uh, I was watching it and rewatching it, just like all the other episodes. And uh, it's it's a really Amma heavy episode. Great Andrew Fung kimchi episode. And there's a little dabs of Shenzhong in there as well. But um, yeah. So. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of Janet, too. There's a lot of Janet. She, That's there's right. There's a lot of things where she shines as the... You actually find out so many little tidbits in the show, like especially with the dancing bear part. Yes. Uh, dancing bear being the nickname for Edwin Carter, uh, who is Amma's former boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Or, or almost to be fiance before you find out that Appa kind of flipped him on a table or something like that. <laughs> and then got arrested. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, number one, one of the things that they mentioned, you find out Amma's actual real name is Yongmi or Kim Yongmi. And uh, Appa is uh, Kim Sangil. I hope I'm not butchering that. Korean people can obviously email us and uh, <laughs> tell me how off my Korean is. <laughs> I, You know what? I didn't even notice that. So you do find out their real names. I did not notice. Yeah, it, it was really kind of uh subtle like he he says it when he sees her and he says it when i say he i mean edwin uh he says it when he sees oma and he says it when he sees appa for the first oh, time and it's, oh it's okay like, so huh? I, they're just but he just does it so it's just quick okay cool yeah it's yeah. really it's really really quick it's and, just a greeting right so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah and yeah. they kind of confirm these names in season two uh i think the first time that you get the confirmation in season two is when they do business award and then you see the on the oh, business award right. it says her name yeah, and right. then on the gravestone in uh yeah. I, I i forgot that episode the name, name of the episode yeah, yeah. the one where Appa sold amma's gravestone and kept his own <laughs> that one was funny i have one question because yeah. since we're on names what does ajushi mean you know oh she is kind of like, like uh, uh kind of like uncle like you you like call uncle. everyone oh, uncle. okay that makes sense because mm-hmm. they're old family friends i guess chinese people regardless of their friends or like just a random older man that you see like you tell your children to call them uncle and auntie even though they have no relation to you or if you're not even too familiar with them. or would it be more like sir no because sir is too formal well but- okay so in the and that we're all going to go through our little Asian. <laughs> the way they have a, a word for when someone who is younger than me sees me and is being just hello something, and and it's not like ma'am, it's but it is it's a little bit familiar, but not. And then they yeah. have a word for when I am a, a cousin but older, 
uh, or ants, think, but older. So there, there's two kind of words. So I was just curious yeah, for this it, word, was it a familiar, older, respectful, or a non-familiar? Just because I was curious. Because yeah. the way um, <clears throat> Appa responds when he comes in, he's like, hey, how'd you see? And he's like, Ugh. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah. I was getting this feeling he was using it kind of wrong, and I was just curious what it meant. Be curious oh. that like, maybe other people will have a – who have um, – who have used the term can kind of say, well, he was using it correctly versus nah, he was kind of overstepping his bounds. It, it's not supposed, it's not meant for a familiar term. It's meant for more just uh, general like a usage. Greeting. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was yeah. appropriate then. It yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. I and, think okay, Appa was just sighing because he came in and was just like, oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's probably it. That is probably it. But I was just curious because, you know, I was curious. The female equivalent for that is ajuma, which uh, I think I think he does. Kimchi does say it to Oma yeah, in yeah, certain scenes. Yeah, he sense. does. Whenever yeah. she goes over and he says hi to her. Yeah, that's right. And it, it's funny because uh, <laughs> because knowing the words when I hear it, when I hear especially Andrew Fung saying it, it's it's not always consistent, which is kind of funny to me anyway. <laughs> but anyway, small little thing. So, if we really want to find out, under drama fever, Korean pop culture words you must know, ajushi literally means uncle, but is used in polite conversation to refer to a man who is older than you and who you don't know well. A oh, bit like, yeah. okay. Okay, good. Well, there we go. Yay. Now we know. I guess I could have just Googled it, couldn't I have? <laughs> no, no, it's the same. <laughs> so, yeah. Of, so, do you want yeah. to go to the um, that um, part, that sort of part of the episode first. We could do the up uh, kimchi yeah, part. Sure. I, I like this part. One of my favorite parts, or not, or the most subtle part, or I don't know, is when um, is the line. Sometimes it's good. What does he say? Frig! I should have watched it yesterday. Um, sometimes <laughs> it's good. No talking. That's it. Sometimes it's good. No talking. Like the fact oh. when um, kimchi is telling him about his mom. And he, right. if you really re- listen to it, he barely says anything about his mom. Well, she, I don't know. So why doesn't she get married? Because I don't know. Like they, he really barely says anything. But yeah. for them, it was probably a lot. But it really says almost nothing. <laughs> you just know <laughs> there's something broken about the relationship. And he grew up maybe in a broken um, home. And then that's probably how he kind of got in trouble as an older person or as a teenager or whatever. And then he kind of goes, sometimes it's good not talking. And I find it so ironic because that's what they're doing right now. And that's how <laughs> like they've known each other for years. This is the first yeah. time they've bonded because they're talking. And then he's like, yeah, sometimes it's good not talking. And they look at each <laughs> other and I'm like, you dumbass. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, maybe you have to, but it's just like, wow, you're not even realizing this is, Anyway, it's but it also just says how much how much pain there is, obviously. So it's just tough for him. Yeah. Anyway, there's, yeah, there's clearly some awkward parts. Uh, I, I think that Appa was just trying to strike up some sort of conversation about anything, and uh, it <laughs> a later a little later on uh, when they're done, uh, he says, "You know, you're a good handyman, Ajushi," and then he says to Kimchi, says. You're a good assistant, Jung. And then there's that pause and like, yeah. oh, 
okay (laughs) ouch ouch yeah it's like oh this pain there's so much pain so let's just talk about ball cocks (laughs) 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 we liked it better when the conversation was about ball cocks because it's so awkward and and so they tried to make it that's what i like about it is that there's a few really awkward positions and then they kind of just cut out or they stop it or whatever because it's Mm -hmm. that's so asian right as soon as it gets a little bit uncomfortable oh just stop, 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 stop. And um, it's in the um, in the play. Okay, I can talk about the play. Is the part where Janet hugs Appa and then he goes, okay, 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 that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so typical. Hey, okay, 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 now this is getting uncomfortable because it's making me feel all the feels. So let's just end it now. <laughs> it was actually, that was funny because just very recently the same thing happened with my dad. It was the weirdest thing because I bought him a speaker oh, because yeah. he was having trouble ordering it and having a sound. I'm like, oh, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. So I just bought it for him. Here you go. And then I just brought it to him and he was, he's like, oh, okay, thanks. Okay, that's it. That's the end of it. Didn't think anything of it. He has, to, makes a point of calling me later. Says, oh, it's working really well. Oh, good. Just wanted to let you know, I'm sorry. I know I don't look like I'm interested in it or I'm not appreciating it. So I'm really sorry. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, uh, Dad, I really, you really don't to look no we're good <laughs> i just want to make sure it was working yeah but i just want to say sorry because i'm not very good at showing how i appreciate no no really i'm good i'm good really <laughs> it's the weirdest thing i'm like it's been a, we've had a relationship for a long time dad we're i'm good with where we're at <laughs> you really don't have to turn into Appa. really <laughs> it's so weird i was like oh my gosh anyway Oh, and then my other favorite part is when he kind of screws up the laptop at the end and accidentally picture, takes pictures of himself. Yeah. Right. And Jung finds it later. And the nice thing is he smiles. Like, it's yeah. clear that he misses his father. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's not irritated by it. He could have been. He could have been irritated. Like, how dare he go through my stuff? Mm-hmm. And instead he smiles. Like, he really does miss him. Yeah, so, the funny thing with yeah. that scene on the Appa version of it, he, he looks at the laptop and he sees the fa- pictures with Amma and Janet, with Jung, and he, he feels kind of sad, like he's yeah, obviously he's missing out. out on yeah. something. Yes. And yes. that kind of cuts into the final scene where <laughs> Appa, he, he's back at the store and then he sees Janet and he says, maybe we'll go to the ice cream store together and maybe, you know, we'll we'll take some pictures together. And Janet's like, yeah, you know what? That, that'd that be nice. I'd like that. But I have a question what you think that is. Is he doing the, I want us to be together and ha- have those moments? Or is he doing the, I know what's happening? You think oh. I don't know, but I know. That's what, because I took that as the second one, to be honest. But then okay. hmm. a lot of people are taking that as the sentimental one, where I'm trying to show you that I want to be part of a family and let's try to spend time together. But I thought, really? I thought it was... I know. I saw, and I know. <laughs> I, I, I know, know. Just like I know he works at the rental place, and how I know he lives at Kim with kimchi. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's very Appa like. Like you, that, I totally I agree with that point. That that's a pretty valid point. I think the only reason why I think it may be the other way is just that you know uh, they didn't take it in a comedic light, um, mm-hmm. or. And just Appa's tone, like the way that he said well, it, true. it was a very kind of like soft moment and like the background music and everything kind of leads you to to have a more of a connection and feel like 
he missed out and he wants to have that moment with his children as well. Because the way I see a lot of um, the first part of the first season is that he's trying to uh, be a different dad, trying to grow and trying to understand things, especially when it comes to Janet. Like we go back to uh, Janet's photo when they're (laughs) disagreeing about the photos and then he goes out of his way to buy the tripod for her. Like little things like that. I The big question mark is, was he like that with Jung? Or is he kind of doing these kind of things for or to try to be a better Uppa for Janet? So, yeah. And there's but, some I mean, regret there, too. Yeah. He's trying exactly. to make up for some things that he's regretting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely I think it was... It, it, I took it as the second one, but I'm... Now that I've just talked to enough people to realize, oh, no, actually, I think you're right. I think it's the first one. I think that was the intent anyway. But I – anyway. Actually, uh, one other thing about this uh, this block of – or this part of the show, uh, Ruby, when we were watching it, she noticed that – you remember when uh, they're fixing the toilet and Appa's, like, looking on the phone to uh, look on YouTube how to fix the toilet? Yeah, because he was like, oh, you just have to watch YouTube. He'll show me how to fix but if we watch season two, we know that he never had a smartphone and he didn't have one until Janet gave him her old one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, how is he watching YouTube on a phone? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. So is he using Kimchi's phone? Yeah, that, that was my first thought. But then it's like, eh, I don't know. Huh. Why isn't Kimchi using the phone? Because <laughs> he's got his hand on the ballcock. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Another funny thing that I found funny with the scene um, when he was giving Kimchi the instructions to turn, he's like, turn clockwise and then, or turn counterclockwise. And I remember Kimchi specifically said the opposite of what Appa said. And then oh, he does I it. That. And then that's when it like squirts him in the face. He's like, ah, I thought you said clockwise or counterclockwise. I forgot which way it was, but. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So he, so even in the, in the show, you can see that he actually misunderstood him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and kimchi. That is kimchi, obviously. Yeah. I wonder how I mean, much funnier this scene would have been if it was Gerald fixing that toilet with Appa. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gerald. I feel so sorry for the guy. Oh, he gets so intimidated. Um, yeah. So, and then we also forgot to give mention to the most, the um, funniest line. You know what he's like. He's like Terminator <laughs> with slippers on. Or I can't do it. I can't do it the way he does. Yeah. The way he does it is so funny. <laughs> that was the he's best like the line. He's like the Terminator on slippers. Kimchi's the best. He is the best. Yeah, I give credit to the writers for coming up with these lines and and Andrew for delivering them. (laughs) He has like the best one-liners of season one. He does. He does. (laughs) So the second part is obviously, I think it actually gets more playtime actually, is the second part where there's um, um, Janet and finding out about um, the new ex or the old ex-boyfriend and Edwin. What's his name? Edwin. (laughs) Yeah, Edwin. Edwin, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I like to be honest, I feel like this one's Sean Janet more than anyone else. My favorite part is when she's talking to Gerald and goes, and you don't even know the best part. He's white. And Gerald's like, I, 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 I don't know how to respond to that. And you know what? That is a real thing because there are times when I forget someone's white. 
I know that's the worst thing ever, but like, you know, my brother and his, he has, his wife is blonde and blue eyed and so, or not blue eyes, blonde and green eyes. And so sometimes we'll all be in a group and we'll be talking and I'll be, I'll make some kind of comment, but I don't, you know, something that implies that I think everybody in the room is Asian. And then oh. they'll go, you do realize Karen's white, right? I'm like, oh, right, I keep forgetting. <laughs> and she goes, I'm take that as a compliment. <laughs> And she did it because I I took it as she forgot that he was white. I honestly do. I took it mm-hmm. that way. And then, but later on, she goes, "Oh, you know, cool Christian, whatever." She's always talked about Korean me being with a Korean boyfriend, so it's crazy that she would date someone who's white. So it, it makes sense. But I honestly think she said it because she forgot that Gerald was white. <laughs> <laughs> so how about for you? Like growing up, were your parents like strict on? I guess people you no. had to date. No. No, but I, my parents are not representative. I don't think they're stereotypical Filipino parents. No. <laughs> they're very different in many ways. So one of the things – oh, I shouldn't be saying this. But one of the things that's very common among Filipino families is they call their kids stupid. Oh. What are you stupid? What are you stupid? It's very common. But my parents would never in a million years say that. Never in a million years. So the, like, there's a lot of things they would – don't do that Filipino parents commonly do. <laughs> and so they weren't really strict um, about dating at all. And mm. they were just, you know, as long as you're happy, we love you. That was it. So they're very, they're, it's just not very representative. Um, maybe representative when it comes to school, but I mean, they wanted us to do on school, but even then they were not that strict. The person who put a lot of pressure on me was me. <laughs> not <them. laughs> I put a lot more pressure on me than they did. And they'd be like, it's okay. It's it's really okay. No, it's not. Ah! <laughs> that was me. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. So, no, I, did, I didn't really experience that. Yeah, with this part, um, there's a lot of, like, interesting little things that come up. As I said, they mentioned the names uh, for yeah. Amma and Appa. You find out that... Uh, Emma was at one point a teacher in Korea yep. who also sold hats, which was just kind of thrown in there. And so it's like, what hats. kind of hats were you selling? <laughs> like, why? And uh, she was also a dancer. And that was a big thing when she was in Korea because she was also winning competitions with Edwin. And Edwin himself was a colonel in the military. So that was it a colonel? wonder. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. So doesn't that mean Emma was teaching like in the military of sorts, because that's where she met Edwin and Appa. You know, that's not really explained. It's just kind of like, yeah, she was a teacher and she met him somewhere. I think she met him dancing. So that's... And she just happened to meet Appa as well, who was also in the military at <laughs> no, the same time. But in, a few, <laughs> in another episode, they explained that Appa was also a teacher. Or I think that was in the play. One of them. No. Uh, yeah, so it could have been that they met when they were teachers or as teachers. I gotta say, and I, that's also I think very typical. Whether that's parents or Asian parents, they don't give you enough detail. And Janet just keeps going, "What?" Because I'm not. I'm still not clear. Why is she meeting him? There's something about a military base. There's something about him being there. She's dance like i'm like and then they have some kind of thing where there's a fight and then yeah. apple, apple gets arrested i'm like and it's happening somewhere where there's military i'm like 
what is happening here? <laughs> what is and she just gives a little bits and bits of pieces of, and then when Janet goes, what? What, what, what are you talking about? Who are you people? I'm thinking the same, like, wait, 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 you didn't, why is this happening? Where, where is this? Why is he trying to ask her to marry him when she is clearly without, because he's trying to kill him or is it because they weren't together? And so it was very reasonable for him to, to ask to propose to her. Because why would he propose if they were dating? But if they weren't dating, why is he trying to kill him? <laughs> <laughs> like it's so unclear. You don't. You, they don't tell the whole story. Like is she dating both of them? But it seems outside of her character to date two people. And it definitely wasn't. She definitely didn't make it sound like it's. It was a, a secret. So then. It was. Don't you find that there's a few holes in that story where you don't know what actually happened? Yeah, exactly. Or is that, or is that the point? <laughs> I think it's it's one of those threads that they can always leave open to unravel in a, in a future episode. Or yeah, leave it open to interpretation what happens. Because like you said, uh, we can kind of look at being at this episode of being in Janet's eyes. The viewer is in Janet's eyes, not really realizing you know these characters, but you don't know their real histories, right? And maybe maybe that's how they're gonna keep going with this. That that we are in Janet's eyes that we'll never know it, the whole uh, story. Oh that is definitely true. A lot of this is from the perspective, because obviously the writer is who he is, it's from the perspective of a guy or person mm -hmm. who grew up in Canada and yeah. has immigrant parents. Yeah. It is from that perspective because, you know, I don't remember if I mentioned this last time. I think I might have. I think I might have. Well, you can cut it out. Um, <laughs> the, there's a Korean, there's a Greek Korean family who has a daughter who's the same age as my daughter and okay. the parents obviously the same age as me. Essentially, right? So yeah. they grew up in Korea and came here and have been here for a few years, like 15 years. So mm -hmm. the, the, the essence of their life, the way that they actually describe themselves is, well, obviously we're Canadian, but I still have Korean blood. They, they grew up in Canada or Korea. They lived in Korea. They lived a Korean life. They've come here for their children. Their children are the, I guess, second generation. So yeah. um, when they watched it, they said – uh, they don't act like Koreans. <laughs> they don't think they act like Koreans. So they didn't okay. find it the show interesting nor funny because they didn't think that they acted like Koreans. And mm. I'm thinking, oh, that's probably because this is spoken from the perspective of someone who grew up in Canada, had immigrant parents, whereas they are not oh. – they did not grow up as – in Canada with immigrant parents. They grew up as Koreans yeah. <laughs> and immigrants. <laughs> so it's just a different perspective. And I do find people who are saying, I can so relate to this. I can so relate to this. It's so amazing. It's yeah. always from the perspective of someone who grew up with immigrant parents. Yeah. So that's probably mm -hmm. why we find it so interesting or we can relate. Whereas I don't know how – but then again, you said your mom loved it. Yeah, my mom loves it because she – there are a lot of situations that the parents like Amma and Appa have been put under that she says, yeah, you know what, that, that's something that I would have done. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's, I'm a little bit confused by your friend, but I guess yeah. I can kind of see it that it may also be like a, a generational thing too. Like yes. uh, our parents' generation and in their situation, them coming to Canada at that time, Versus yes. somebody coming to Canada now may not have exactly. the same sort of experiences. So, okay. it's true. 
obviously, because their kids are younger, like they're not, they're my age. So it's a bit, it's completely different. So, yeah. um, anyway, anyway, it's just, and also it's just one person's opinion. Who knows? Who knows what other Koreans think? It's it's not necessarily everybody's story, but hey, you never know if that's going to change over time. That could, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe when their t- kids start watching Kim's Convenience, they'll be like, no, you act like that. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing, I guess, which the other part that I found funny. So so a couple things that I found funny in this sort of part of this story is Janet herself because her facial expressions are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one that I thought was funny was when Gerald says, must make you wonder what else you don't know about her. And she's like, well, well, now, yeah. <laughs> Her face was hilarious. And the other part where they kind of, where Appa walks in on them dancing, tell, tell me what I'm looking at. And then she goes, okay, well, what happened was, is blah, 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 blah. and then you came in and said, tell me what I'm looking at. And now you're up to speed. <laughs> it was just, she, was, she was like, I thought Janet was really funny in this episode. Yeah. She was yeah. so really talented, really good at, being the funny one, like, cause usually she's not the funny one, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this one was good. So the thing I, I like about this episode is Gerald, I've noticed really gets enamored by cool men. Like he's tried to kind of get buddy, buddy with uh, Jung too in other episodes. Cause he's really, in, he's, I think it's cause he's not cool. So he wants to <laughs> okay. associate with him, someone cool. So he's like, he's like, um, Something. So, what was the, the part where he goes, "Are you rich?" But you are rich, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> where Edwin yeah. is, and then he's like, he goes, "Oh yeah, I, I, he, he got me from behind because our, he oh, was able right. to bring me down because I was on one knee and so I didn't oh, have good balance." Yeah. And then Gerald's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I have a problem with no balance. Like it's an inner ear thing." Yeah. And Edwin kind of just looks at him and then continues on his conversation and completely ignores him. Yeah. And I'm like, "Poor." Gerald, he's he's such a geek. <laughs> he's funny in that one too. Yeah, you, but yeah, he. Quite that's sorry. a good point. I do remember that uh, he did that with the the artist, right? The photographer, the photographer that Janet guy. did not like. <laughs> yeah, he does it with it's men. He really tries to when some, a guy is kind of admired or looks really cool he tries to kind of associate himself with them <laughs> except for so, Appa. he can't he can't connect with him at all well, i really liked i really liked amma in this episode because yeah it, a lot of the episodes amma is just she's kind of just portrayed as somebody trying to go through the motions trying to keep everybody together and everything but you actually yeah. see her uh genuinely happy kind of reliving her past as that she's seen this old friend, which she she kind of kept a secret from Appa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but you know, when she sees Edwin for the first time, it, it's kind of like, whoa, this is not an Amma that we've seen yet, or yes. really. Other than sorry, there's one other episode, I guess, Wingman, she was kind of like half hopped up on vodka and happy yeah. to be out and singing uh what was that song? Love Shack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was like one of the rare episodes that you do see Emma being happy. Glowing and smiling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Versus the contrast um, when I'm thinking, what was that episode? Uh, the church episode? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> so there's a church episode. The episode when Jung tells her that he's about to be the ass man. Oh, well. right. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
it's just a very different umma at that point. That's but, true. That's yeah. true. It gives you a little. That is, I never even thought that part. It really gives you another. They just give you snippets. That's what they always do. They tease you with just snippets of this person had a. There's more to this person. I love that about this show. They always do that. They always give tiny little, then they cut it off and say Balcock or something. <laughs> but there's always a tiny little, this is part of them. And you're like, really? And then you want to find out more and then that's it. You don't. So I do like that about her too. And then that final scene that uh, Amma and Appa have together. Um, and she's walking in all apologetic. Well, at least in my eyes, she seemed apologetic. And, uh, and he asked, she asked him, are you okay? And he's like, when I walk in, I see you two dancing. I, and I think of the first night that I saw you. And, you know, she's was like, I dancing what? with Edwin? And she's like, no, I, I, you know, I didn't know. I only saw you. I like watching you dance because you're happy when you dance. And that's like, that's pretty consistent with the series too. Every time you see her dancing, she's happy. But um, yeah, they throw in that little nice part where it's like, um, he he asks her, "Do you think you made a mistake?" And she says, "Yeah, you know, I should have married you sooner." So it's nice that they throw in those little bits between Amma and Appa to show that you know they're still in love and they still really appreciate each other. Yeah, it was sweet. That is I, that is one of my favorite favorite lines. I like watching you dancing. You're happy when you're dancing, mm-hmm. and so my but my reaction was was the, my very first reaction was ah oh, wait a second <laughs> like that is the most unbelievable thing i've ever heard i mean who wrote that line that line was a woman who has wishful thinking <laughs> no guy is like oh yes i love you watching you be happy yeah right <laughs> yeah Right. And so I said that to my husband. So is that why you fell over me? You saw me and you thought I looked really happy? He goes, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> and that's the end of the conversation. I'm like, right. He saw her for the first time. Saw her dancing. He fell in love with her because she was happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, I still think it's a beautiful line. Just yeah. pretty sure it was written by a woman. <laughs> I looked and the writer that's given credit for this episode is a man. Oh. I still don't believe it. I'm, I still don't believe it. I'm like, yeah, right. His <laughs> wife told him. Write that part. Because we all go, oh, wouldn't that be nice? They fell in love with us because they were so happy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Still my jump, favorite line, though. <laughs> jumping to the last part, um, there is some more Shanjung development. Um <laughs> Actually, but let's focus on her singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually I, I read a big something part. That Simu said. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. You go. No, go. No, no, go for it. Go for it. Um, she, the Simu wrote something about this. They something along the lines of they had told her to tone it down a bit because it's supposed to make it. She's supposed to be singing like she's just some normal person on the street singing, right? Oh. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like you can hide that talent. Like you can tell she's a singer. Mm-hmm. But they said, okay, try to make it so you don't sound like a singer. I'm like, yeah, good luck with that one. Because <laughs> you can tell. Like the first time I heard it, I went, oh my gosh. And I Googled her because I was trying to find any other places where she was singing, which I couldn't yeah. find. But <laughs> like you can tell she's professional. She is a really good singer. No matter what she does, you can tell. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I heard that uh, there was an event, I think it was a Soul Pepper thing, where she was one of the featured singers. And they were oh, singing no. at the, 
or was it the rom? Really? Yes. Oh, I think you yes. told me about this. She yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah. I know. And, uh, and I've been looking for it since and cannot find it anywhere. <laughs> In this day and age of social media up the wing-wang, you cannot find Nicole Power singing. It's wrong. It's like, come on. We know she's like, that's what I'm saying. They tease you with things. Mm-hmm. And then they cut it off like some cruel. Like, <laughs> no, we will not, not let you enjoy this. You'll just sit there wanting. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to like the comedy of the of the show, I mean, there there is obviously a development here with Shan Jung as well. Uh, she she uh, right after the singing, uh, she ex- or Jung explains that he's not going home now because his dad's at home, and he's like, you know, he'll yell, I'll yell, or he'll just start all over again. And they sit there, and then you realize, hey, where's this cake coming from? <laughs> <laughs> It's Terrence's exactly. birthday cake. <laughs> it's like they stole it. Oh, I missed it. No, it's this coming Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Terrence and Gerald. They just get slammed. It's like they're like they're punching bags. One interesting tidbit about the show that I forgot to mention is that um, the toilet scene that Andrew has with Paul as well, Kimchi and Appa, was the first uh, scene that he actually went to audition for as well. And also oh. the last shot that he had for the season as well. So that was like their final scene, the final scene that Andrew had to do for season one. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I don't understand. You mean they do it kind of out of order? Yeah. They, was- they don't necessarily uh, shoot in order and they sometimes also shoot multiple episodes in a day as well. Oh, yeah. Why did they do that? Oh, I guess it must be a money thing, right? Yeah. It must be okay. We have all the things here. Let's do these eight scenes. Yeah. So and like, then if take it all down and do different scenes. Yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. So it's like if they're filming at uh, Kim Chi and Jung's uh, apartment, they may do all those combined scenes across two days or something. Right. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. It's cheaper that way. So I guess that's it for today. Thanks again, Lizette, for joining us. Yay! Thank you. I forgot to say thank you. I should I should say hi. Thank you for having me. That's so rude when I don't do that. <laughs> no. Get all excited. No, did you do thank that? Thank you already? so much for having me. Ah, it's all it's good. great to be a guest. I love being a guest, being invited. This is our it's it's our privilege, not yours. I don't <laughs> want to make it sound like that. Oh, I forgot. Anyway. So if you have any other comments, questions, or stories to share, email them to whatyoutalkingpodcast at gmail.com or tweet me at MikeYUAN82. This show was brought to you by Ballcock. It's a funny word. Until the next time. Okay, see you.